Okay, so I always just feel so delighted and grateful whenever I get these special people in my life. Um, it didn't used to always be that way, though. These kinds of people used to be the ones that would bring tears to my eyes, and I just couldn't handle them. I was just overly sensitive for a long time in my life, very insecure, very, like, you could blow me over with a sneeze, and I'd be on the, on the floor just being, crying my eyes out because I was offended, right? But one thing that I find really precious to me right now is that I've had a bit of a change of heart, like, in a big way. And I say that because for a long time, it used to be one of the biggest hurdles for me to love and appreciate and to just be able to see the value of these special people in my life that I knew were there for a reason, that I knew were these people that, that did good things and that were loved by the Lord and, and all of those things, right? But for some reason, I had a chip on my shoulder to be able to connect with them and truly, sincerely feel genuine genuine love and appreciation and, and all those things for and with them. And what kind of people am I kind of talking about? I'm talking about the kind of people in my life that, that are kind of like the kick-your-butt kind of people, like the people that care a little bit more about goals and plans and like... Um, and potential and things like that, then then sometimes feelings, right? Then sometimes like you know excuses, right? And it, like they're just so driven, right? Like they're just so highly driven and amazing and and that kind of thing. And sometimes it can cause for others to be mowed over from that drivenness. And maybe I had such a big issue with it because I had the same problem, right? I was one of those people where <clears throat> I didn't understand being polite. I didn't have time for being polite. I didn't have time to even make time to understand why people were polite. You know, I, I was just very um, careless and, and just driven for a while, right? And, and it wasn't until a certain shift in my life that allowed me to learn about having a humble and a soft heart kind of a life, right? And, and learn about the significance of loving God more than we love our own pleasures and goals and, and things like that, right? Loving God, like being on the Lord's errand basically, right? Like being on his agenda more than, than our own, right? And that was a big thing. Like that was a huge shift for me in my life. I remember up until that point, I was just... I was overly, overzealous, overenthusiastic about trying to overachieve in different areas, right? And to, the, to my detriment, though, it was wrecking my relationships, it was wrecking my opportunities to serve and to grow and to, to take time to help when help was being asked of me, when I had skills and talents to be able to help in those areas, and there were great needs, but I always said no because it wasn't in my schedule, it wasn't what I had planned for my goals for that year, and, you know, like, it was like essentialism to the extreme where it's like you don't, like, I just, I have so much regret 
in those seasons of my life when, yes, I might have had priorities that I was very keen on, but at the same time, I don't think my I had thought through to allow for my priorities to be straight enough to be on the Lord's errand and to be on his agenda and, and to trust him even more as well, right? So it's been a process for me to grow in this area and and then I guess that's possibly why it's hard for me when I see it in others, right? Because I see myself in them and I just, there's a part of me that, you know, at times I can relate because of course I can relate, right? But then other times when I'm just like, it's too much. It's too much for me to be around these people that are too much like me because I guess in some ways it's it's too relatable and, and in some ways I can't, I don't know, I... It's almost like I just don't want to see myself for all all the all the things that that I could possibly need to be growing in and things like that, right? I'd almost like I'd almost just prefer to just be with other people that are completely different than me and and just escape in their world of what they delight in and just allow it to be a completely separate and I did that for a while. You know, I took the time to just be like, I'm only going to make friends with these kind of people. You know, the kind of people that are just like super nurturing, super soft, super thoughtful, super care about your feelings more than their own goals sometimes. You know, like people that are just like, you know, your teddy bear kind of people, right? I, I was like, you know, I, I could live my life just being around my teddy bear friends. I love my teddy bear friends. I could be a teddy bear friend, right? But over time, it's become really clear. It's like, no, I can't deny the love of God from others around me, from friendshipping others around me, simply because of their personality, right? Simply, like, I just, I don't believe in that, right? So I've let it go over the years, you know? I've healed different, there's like maybe a handful of people that I still know that are that way. And I've always been tempted, right? There's always been that temptation to be like, okay, I'm kind of done, I just, I, super stressful and it's super uncomfortable to be in these relationships with these people because these people don't have that check and balance, like censoring what they have to say a lot of the time. A lot of the time they're just like, boom, this is what I think about what you're doing, I think you're wrong, and you know, like they'll just like lay it out, right? And... And so it's it's really difficult for me because I am, I tend to be kind of one of those people that's like, hey, I don't like confrontation and I kind of am avoidant of that and hence why it could be easier for me to feel like it's better to not be associated with you than to risk the fear of you confronting me about these things that you're upset about or don't agree with that I do or you know different things like that right so that being said I had a delightful evening right I had a delightful evening because I got to be able to experience one of the most spiritual spiritually packed like soaking kind of moments in the spirit that that I haven't been able to have in a while right to be that connected to be that alive and to be that like taking the time to ponder amongst the busyness that's going on around me and taking the time to feel connected with God and his will 
and it was just such a wonderful experience. So basically, it was like, I had no idea, I didn't, I didn't anticipate that this was going to be one of those experiences for me, because I would, like, prior to going to this thing, um, I was kind of like, well, okay, so how do I do this? It was like, it was kind of this fluster mode of feeling like, okay, I know that I need to be here at this time so that I can go and be together with people and, you know, this kind of situation, but how do I do it? Because I still have, you know, at this time of day, typically we're just like putting kids in bed, going to bed ourselves and all this kind of thing, right? So, so it was kind of the scramble mode of figuring out how to maneuver ourselves around getting ready to go to this thing together, me and my husband. It was like a date thing. And, and then also being able to have kosher at home while we were away and all of the details, the details. So, so it got to the point where I, w I realized, man, I'm in yellow, man, just trying to get ready. Cause like, cause I was I was already feeling kind of broken that day, just just feeling the exhaust of like, you know, the the thankless side of the work that I do, right? Like just like, just feeling the the weight and the burden of the thanklessness, right? And and then and then also just the weight and burden of of feeling like it was like unending and just like. You know, it just felt like it was a means to no end kind of feeling, right? Just like, just a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of work. And, and I realized, I'm like, you know, this, this kind of stuff really does like permanently change me, right? Like my body's permanently changed. My whole life is permanently changed because I choose to sacrifice in order for another human being to be alive, right? And well, and, and all of these things. And, and there was parts of me throughout the day that were just so, like, diswrought about it, you know, to the point where I was feeling resentful and complaining, murmuring, all the stuff, right? And to the point where I just kind of felt like I was just laying there, just kind of moping, just feeling like this is so hard, right? Like, I, I just, I have such a hard time with, with having so much of my life be encompassed in responsibility and and things that aren't fun and things that aren't, you know, like that don't feed and, you know, feed me and, you know, and I'm constantly just like depleting myself to, to help others and all of this kind of thing. So I was getting into that tizzy, right? And I almost didn't even go to this thing with my husband. I was just like, no, I'm just like done. I'm, I'm totally just not in the right place to receive and be ready for something like this. Because I had no idea what was coming, right? I had no idea that Heavenly Father had something special waiting for me to open so that I could feel His love even more and I could regain my perspective and my clarity in all of those specific areas even, right? So here I was, we walk in the door, me and my husband to this place, and, you know, we had no idea, but we walked into basically this, like, very beautiful moment of, of, of people opening a time capsule. Cause I guess 10 years ago, there was this time capsule thing. And so they were opening this like 10 years present. Now it's their time to open their time capsule together. And then, and now we get to participate in this next time capsule thing. And I was like, this is cute, right? This is like absolutely darling, right? But beyond that, it was a birthday. It was, it was a moment where I got to just 
feel of another person's life, it was almost like better than a funeral, right? Because they're not dead, right? Like it was just like this beautiful experience of being able to really love and cherish and <clears throat> and just get the opportunity to feel so much of God's love. God's love for the, the person whose birthday it was that they wanted to do a time capsule and, and God's love for all of the individuals that that person has touched, right? That they spoke to, you know, like the, the birthday person spoke and they shared such beautiful things about like what happened right before they they closed up their their first time capsule and then also just like what's what's coming up this week for them that's big for them right and i was so touched i was so deeply touched it was one of those human to human experiences where someone else is sharing with you some of the most deepest important things that has happened to them in their life in the past and one of the most important things that is upcoming for them in their life and i felt so touched I was like, this is what I'm born and being alive for. I love these human experiences. You know, I was just talking about human intimacy, like in my last podcast, right? Just like, but I was mostly talking about family human intimacy kind of experiences, right? And then, but this was one of those friendship human intimacy kind of moments where you're just so happy and glad for your friends, like, like stepping up in their life, raising the bar in their life and like, like just holding on, right? And and improving and and you're just so proud of them, right? So that was one of those awesome moments. Um and and it was good for me, right? And like because like as I was saying, I used to avoid my kick your butt kind of friends, right? Like kick your butt kind of people. I'd be like, no no no, I can't deal with these people because they hurt my feelings and all of the list of excuses why I shouldn't hang out. It's kind of like Jonah and Nineveh, right? He's just like, no, 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 no. I'm not supposed to go hang out with those people. I'll just go over here. A whale eats him up and spits him out in front of it. It's like, nope. <laughs> you have something special to share with these people and they will listen if you just have enough faith, basically, right? And that's kind of how I felt, right? And so I was just like, okay, like I, I need to be ready to be available to not be a block for Heavenly Father's love for another person because I'm a person that knows them, right? Like, I can't just res like resist and, and block myself from being available and ready when I could develop the skills of love. I can grow my heart, right? So anyways, I got to go to this birthday because I could like let go and, and go into that humble, soft place to be like, sweet, let's do this. Like, absolutely. I know Heavenly Father loves these people, and I'm so happy to, like, witness his love for them. Like, that's awesome, right? And then, <clears throat> and then all around, right? There's the beautiful experience of watching and feeling the love that, like, children have for this person, spouse has for this person, and it was just one of those tender, amazing human experiences of really feeling the down-to-earthness of, of reality, of what time does, right? It was just so tender to me because I just feel like, for me, sometimes I get caught up with the means to the no end kind of mentality. Like just getting so overwhelmed and flustered, feeling like I don't really know exactly what my goals are with all of the things that I'm doing day to day, 
because it just, it feels goalless. And in some ways it kind of is. And that's the thing. Maybe that's why it's been so tricky for me to, to overcome in my different areas of strain and stress and work because <clears throat> I'm still learning. Like in my last, one of my last podcasts, I talked about, you know, how I'm still processing how to have enough rest for myself enough play for myself and enough growth for myself, right? And and how, you know, I have a system for rest, right? 50 to 49 more weeks to go of this like very restful, scheduled, like systematic way for me to make sure I get in my rest, right? And that's going to happen. I just know it will, right? <clears throat> so that's set out. But then I don't have a system for play yet. So maybe this is something, play and growth. So maybe this is something I can tag team with my other goal of having a means to an end for for all the work that I do between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. each day. Because basically that's the homemaking momhood life, right? And and that's kind of where I'm at, is like trying to transform all of these feelings into what what is mine to do in my life and and mold them together, weld them together and, and allow them to support each other. 